Welcome to the Bone Coach Show, dedicated to helping you understand all things related to diet, lifestyle, bone health, and how you can live and thrive with low bone density and osteoporosis. I'm your host, Kevin Ellis, certified health coach, health and wellness speaker, and above all else, your bone coach. After being diagnosed with osteoporosis in my early 30s, I transformed my health through diet and lifestyle and now help my clients and community members do the same through my online coaching practice, Bone Coach. Com. Look, there are no quick and easy cures for low bone density, but the choices we make every single day can have a powerful impact on our bones, our health, and our general well-being. I'll share the research, interview the experts, and help you figure out how to get the conditions right in your body so you can better your bones through diet and lifestyle. Short disclaimer, I'm not a medical doctor and this show should not be considered medical advice. Always consult with your healthcare team before making medical decisions and changes to your diet and lifestyle. With that being said, let's get on with the show. Now, macroalgae is that big stringy stuff that you see washing up on shore, also known as seaweed or dulse or kelp. And it's still very good for you because it's very high in uh, fiber and it's as high iodine because it comes from the sea. That's why it's called seaweed. But there's virtually no nutrition in it. High fiber, no nutrition, and pretty much only in the sea. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about microalgae, which is called microalgae because it's microscopic in size. They are very nutrient dense, a thousand times more nutrition than any other food in the world. And they have virtually no fiber. If you haven't done so already, especially if you're newly diagnosed with osteopenia or osteoporosis, or if your most recent bone density scan still showed more bone loss, Go ahead and pause this episode and head over to bonecoach.com to sign up for your free seven day osteoporosis kickstart guide. That's going to give you everything you need step by step by step over the next seven days to get on the path to improvement and stronger bones. You won't want to miss that. So pause this right now, head over to bonecoach.com and I'll be here as soon as you get back. Welcome, welcome to this episode of The Bone Coach Show. Joining us today to explore algae and its benefits for your health and bones is Katherine Arnston. Katherine Arnston is an expert in algae nutrition, a wellness thought leader, and is the founder and CEO of Energy Bits, makers behind the small but mighty algae tablets. Katherine started Energy Bits after her sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. Katherine immediately sprung into action to help her sister find foods to support her journey when she discovered algae. When Catherine learned that algae was one of the most alkaline plant-based nutrient-dense foods in the world and had been used for 50 years in Asia to improve health and longevity, she knew she had discovered something big. And yes, her sister fully recovered. Thanks for asking. Uh, as Catherine dug into the science of algae, she learned it had 64% protein, 40 vitamins, minerals, and was endorsed by the United Nations and NASA as the most nutrient-dense food in the world. She also discovered there were 100,000 studies documenting its long list of benefits, and it was one of the most sustainable, eco-friendly food crops in the world. And yet, algae remained virtually unknown outside of Asia. How could this be possible? Catherine knew algae could be a game changer for our health, and that is how Energy Bits was born. So Catherine, thank you so much, and welcome to The Bone Coach Show. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here talking to your community because uh, um, I'm in their age group and your age group, whoever's listening. And so like you, I want to preserve my bones. And uh, since I plan to live a very long time, and I think I will since I eat algae so much every day, um, I want to be sure I'm I'm protecting the structure on which uh, everything hangs. <laughs> so, Of course. Yeah, that is, that's really important. Now, you talked about the beginning of in your bio. It talked about the journey that kind of started you on this path of algae. Can you talk about that a little bit more? How how did you become interested in algae? How did you start this company? Yeah, yeah. And, and what's your story behind that? Yeah, well, algae is an unusual specialty. I, I tell people I didn't pick algae; it picked me. And I'm actually Canadian, although I've lived in Boston for 33 years. And I mentioned the Canada part on um, because all my education was done out there. I have an MBA. I was doing international economic development, nothing to do with nutrition. And then, as you mentioned in my bio, my younger sister, who I'm very close to, did develop breast cancer. And as you mentioned, she's also, um, she completely healed. But fortunately in Canada, um, her oncologist uh, was a bit more uh, nutritionally oriented, shall I say, and women tend to be a little bit also more open to nutrition. So we got lucky on two occasions uh, because that's why she recommended she change her 
diet to an alkaline diet. And we'll get to that in uh, later in the talk because um, alkalinity is very important for maintaining your bone minerals. And uh, that's, a, you know, the minerals are one of the important things to keep your bones strong and flexible. Anyways, um, so I didn't know anything about alkalinity. My sister didn't. I did. I, but it turns out I'm a good researcher and I've now spent 13 years researching algae. So I found out that it was mostly a plant-based diet because of the chlorophyll and the phytonutrients that are found in plants that do build your immune system. So she did change her diet. She did go through chemo and she completely healed. But in the process of helping her, I started learning about plant-based nutrition, which of course everybody knows about now, but this was 15 years ago and nobody was talking about it. So I'm a very passionate individual. And I just thought, man, I've learned all this information about plant-based nutrition. Somebody needs to tell the rest of the world. So I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I quit my 25-year corporate career. I went back to school. I studied nutrition. I put a curriculum together teaching plant-based nutrition to corporations and hospitals. But this is truly what led me back to algae, because as I was teaching people the importance of eating more vegetables, and many of you listening might um, completely relate to this, I found it was too much work for most people. They Let's face it, vegetables are heavy to carry home from the grocery store. Maybe you don't live near one. Maybe you can't get organic. They take a long time to clean, to cook, to eat. Uh, lots of people can't handle the fiber. It gives them gas. Uh, children and husbands are notorious for not wanting to eat vegetables. So a lot of it gets thrown out. A lot of the vegetables go bad before you even get to, around to eating them. So there's a lot of waste. So bottom line, lots of resistance to uh, finding a way to get more vegetables into your diet. So I thought, okay, I've seen the science. I know why these nutrients are important. I need to find a way to get the nutrients into people in a way that is more effortless. So I just looked at everything I'd found for my sister, did a deeper dive. And finally, after months, I got to algae. And that's when the miracle happened, because as you'd mentioned, or as I found out, there was almost 100,000 studies documenting the health benefits of algae, everything from helping prevent cancer, helping prevent heart disease, protecting your bones, your brain, your gut. I mean, the list is endless. We'll get to a few of them today. So science-based number one. Number two, algae is a food. And I'll show you some pictures in a minute of algae farms. It's not a supplement, which is very important because it means your body will absorb the nutrients much better because food is from nature and so are we. So when you're eating food, you, it has all these other things that help your body to absorb the nutrition. So much more bioavailable nutrients. Number three, algae has been used as a, and grown as an agricultural crop for over 50 or 60 years in Asia. It's almost a, um, as big as the beef industry is here. So once again, it's been used safely, uh, and they all know they know all the science there. Uh, but uh, you know they haven't shared. Well, the scientists know it, but it hasn't been shared with the consumers. And as you mentioned, it's been algae's been endorsed by the United Nations as the answer to world hunger because of the high protein, and NASA endorses it as the most nutrient dense food in the world with a thousand times more nutrients than any other fruit or vegetable. So armed with this information, and I saved the best for last, um, which is these al the algae comes in small tablets. So instead of lugging home a huge bunch of vegetables and letting them go bad in your, in your fridge because you're not eating them, all you need to do is swallow or chew a handful of these tablets. The dark one is spirulina. We'll talk about that in a minute. The lighter green one is chlorella. Each tablet has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. So suddenly, if you can swallow water in seconds, you can get all the nutrients you need to support your brain health, your bone health, your gut health, your heart health. As I said, the list is endless. And so this is when I realized I'd found something that was so powerful. And, and the two algae, spirulina and chlorella that we're gonna talk about today, do completely different things in your body. You take them at different times of the day. They work very uh, uh, synergistically together, but um, they do different things. And so armed with that, how easy they were to take, they're safe enough for newborns, pets, grandparents, teenagers, no drug interactions whatsoever. 40 vitamins and minerals, highest chlorophyll in the world, highest protein in the world, and you don't have to do anything, nothing to get the new, it's truly the future of fast food. 
So um, that's what got me on this path. When I, I, it took a long time because I didn't have a science background. I call myself now a citizen scientist because I'm completely self-taught, although I am pursuing a PhD because I've, I've now learned so much. Um, so I, I have done all the heavy lifting for you, but I will try to spell out some of the the complex terms so that you can go online and dig around yourself or, or you could come to our website energybits.com because I'm on this mission to help people get healthy in a way that's effortless because if it's too complicated I know you won't do it or you won't stick with it and um, I'm just like you I'm the same way so um, so I'm here to help you understand why you need algae at this time in your life at this time in our world uh, where we're we're surrounded by toxins and we are missing critical nutrients but once you give your body what it needs it will perform for you I promise just um just like your cell phone won't work if you don't recharge it with electricity or your car won't work without gas once we can get the proper nutrition into your body and into your bones, honestly, uh, the, the results will show up for you. Might not be overnight, but they will show up, I promise. Yeah, the body wants to heal itself. Right? Yes. We just need to give it the right conditions and uh, the right nutrients and things like that. So for somebody who doesn't have a science background and they really want to understand the basics of algae and spirulina and chlorella, let's, let's get into some of that. So what's the difference between there's microalgae Yes. versus macroalgae, and then we'll yes. get into spirulina versus chlorella too. Yes. So um, so the first thing you need to know is that algae was the first life on earth, not just the first plant, the first life. So that was almost 4 billion years ago. Man has only been on the earth for about 2 million years. So, and algae is still here. So there's got to be something special about being the first because there's only one first. That being said, now there's algae everywhere and it's uh, it's its own food category. It's not a technically a plant. It's not a, it's not a species. Um, so it's its own food category. And within in that there are two subcategories which you mentioned macroalgae and microalgae now macroalgae is that big stringy stuff that you see washing up on shore also known as seaweed or dulse or kelp and it's still very good for you because it's very high in uh, um, uh, fiber and it's as high iodine because it comes from the sea. That's why it's called seaweed. But there's virtually no nutrition in it. <laughs> high fiber, no nutrition. And pretty much only in the sea. Now, that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about microalgae, which is called microalgae because it's microscopic in size. Something like a million of these microalgae could fit on the head of a pin, just to give you a visual of how tiny these things are. And unlike macroalgae, which is pretty much only in the sea, microalgae is everywhere. It's in the sea, but it's also in the rivers, the lakes, the streams, uh, your swimming pool, your aquarium, the soil. You probably never think about that, but it's in the soil. And there are tens of thousands of strains of microalgae, way more than macroalgae. And um, they are very nutrient dense, a thousand times more nutrition than any other food in the world. And they have virtually no fiber. So complete opposite of macroalgae, macroalgae again, high fiber, no nutrition and high iodine. Microalgae, especially the microalgae we're talking about, which is grown in fresh water. Uh, spirulina has zero fiber because it's actually a bacteria, zero fiber. Chlorella has a little bit of fiber, but technically very, very, very little fiber and concentrated nutrition uh, and no iodine because at least uh, when you grow uh, to use ours, uh, because it's grown in fresh water. Yes, there is um, uh, of the tens of thousands of strains, there's one blue green algae. Spirulina is one blue green algae and chlorella. There's uh, tens of thousands of strains of green algae and chlorella is one of those. And I mentioned that because a lot of people might hear about or go online and hear about a blue green algae closing their favorite beach. That's not spirulina. That's just another strain of blue green algae because there is lots of strains in them. And by the way, I tell people, poor algae gets the bum rap because uh, you can see the algae and you're told not to go near it because it's toxic, which is true. But algae only shows up when there's toxins and bacteria in the water. It's the cleanup crew. It's also the cleanup crew in your body. And we'll talk more about that later on. But it shows up to kill the bacteria, absorb the toxins. So yes, you want to stay away from it. But 
those toxins were already there. You just couldn't see them and you can see the algae. So so try not to get angry with the algae um, because it's, as you'll find out, it does amazing things for your body. And that's why I call it the cleanup crew internally as well. It's like giving your body a shower from the inside every day. Um, but there are lots of strains, but the two that we're going to talk about, spirulina and chlorella, um, uh, are, pre are pretty much consistently grown in fresh water, not the ocean. So whether you get it from Whole Foods, Costco, or us, I can almost assure you most of that is grown in fresh water. Um, and that's really important because we know the, the ocean is toxic and, and uh, you can't keep um, microtoxins out of fresh bodies of water. So please never buy any algae. There's, there are some that grow it in Klamath Lake. I would not recommend you do that because you cannot keep um, microtoxins out of fresh bodies of water. Algae will absorb whatever's in the water. So the growing conditions are very, very important. And that's one of the reasons why we're highly regarded because we pay way more attention to those uh, growing conditions. Um, and we'll get into some of that later on. That's fantastic. And can we talk about the nutrient profile yes. of each of these as well? Yes. Uh, and before I do that, I just want to share with you some pictures, anyone who's watching. Um, this is a spirulina farm and this is a chlorella farm. Uh, but again, it's grown in fresh water. Um, and then we air dry that the, um, this, the algae into a powder. Uh, and we don't use high heat, uh, which is very, very important. We're the only one of the possibly the only company, but I can't say for sure, uh, that doesn't use high heat because high heat will kill enzymes. And enzymes are very important. There's one called superoxide dismutase. I know it's a mouthful, but it protects your mitochondria from damage. But we dry just with air and then we press them into these little tablets that um, we call bits because they're bits of nutrition. And they're so concentrated. And this is where you want to find out about the nutrients. One tablet has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. And I came up with that calculation by using that quote from NASA that says one gram of algae has the same nutrition as a thousand grams of uh, fruits or vegetables. So very, very concentrated nutrition. Uh, but spirulina and chlorella have different uh, nutrient profiles and they do different things in your body. So do you want me to um, talk about the each, each one? Please um, do. By the way, both of them are the most alkaline food in the world. They're also both ketogenic, which means um, that's because they don't have any carbs um, and they do not decrease your ketones or increase your glucose. Um, they both have both have 40 vitamins and minerals. They both have high protein, but um, and and the highest chlorophyll in the world. Now, spirulina, um, we call ours uh, energy bits because it's claim to fame is that it gives your body energy, both at the uh, mental energy and physical energy in the moment, as well as um, uh, at the cellular level, which is really why we call it energy bits, because this is all about cellular energy. And the way I describe cellular energy is a bit like money. You know, when you have more money, you can do more things and you have more choices. And when you have more cellular energy, you can do more things and have more choices. Cellular energy is needed for everything, not just running to the grocery store, not just for going for a walk or a run. It's for thinking, talking, sleeping, breathing, metabolic health, bone growth, removing toxins. It's everything that your body needs to live. So more ATP, which is what they call cellular energy, is very critical for your health. And spirulina has some of these nutrients that are uh, known and studied and documented to ensure that that happens. That's why we call it energy bits. Now, in the moment, you get energy because spirulina has the highest protein in the world. And by the way, bone health and bone strength is determined by protein and minerals. Everyone thinks that it's calcium that makes your bones strong, but actually it's not. It's, uh, your bones are where your calcium is stored, but the strength comes from the minerals and from the protein. Now, spirulina has the highest protein in the world, which is why um, the United Nations endorsed it as the answer to world hunger. It's 64% protein and it's in a, an eco-friendly sustainable protein. Now, I'm going to show you a picture here. Most animal protein is bound up. Your body can't absorb protein. Um, it has to break it down into the smaller components, which are called amino acids. Collagen is in smaller clusters of those aminos, which are called peptides. 
but algae protein is in individual aminos. And why is that important? Because they are bioavailable. As you get older, um, many of us don't have the digestive enzymes that we used to have to help with the digestion of animal protein. And it's not what you eat, it's what you absorb that counts. So because, and often it can take uh, two or three days to digest the animal protein. And very often you miss, you're missing all the factors, the cofactors. So you may end up eating 50 grams of protein, animal protein, but maybe only absorb five grams as aminos. With spirulina and chlorella, you absorb 99% of the aminos instantly. I mean, if you chew that absolutely instantly because it goes into your body but sublingually, if you swallow it within a few minutes because spirulina does not have a cellulose wall. It is technically a bacteria. So it gets absorbed into your body very, very quickly so that all the nutrients, all the 40 vitamins and minerals, including all the electrolytes that your bones need for flexibility and the protein for the, for the strength, can be directed to your bones and to your mitochondria and everywhere else that um, that where they're needed. So first of all, spirulina, very high protein, energizes your body because it has all those aminos. It has 18 of the 20, including the nine your body can't make. So it's a complete protein. And it's loaded with B vitamins, including B12, which convert the aminos into uh, energy. Now, this is not the kind of energy that you think of with a stimulant. Stimulants are sugar, caffeine, or chemicals, or carbs, and the, and stimulants speed up the movement of um, molecules from your brain to your body. Cellular energy is generated by your mitochondria at the ATP level, and it's steady. The way I describe, I can help people understand the difference is think of uh, uh, your body as a as a fire, a bonfire. And when you throw carbs or sugar or caffeine on, it's like throwing paper onto the fire. So whoosh, you get a big flame. Think of algae because of the high concentration of, of protein and that it's um, it's very absorbable by your body. It's more like throwing a log on the fire. So it's very steady energy. You don't get that kind of uh, rush or crash. So um, not only do you get the energy from the B12 conversion of the aminos in the moment, and it's steady energy, you might not even notice it quite honestly, because it's, I call it, you feel like you've just had a good night's sleep. It's just, you just feel fresh. But because there are particular nutrients in the spirulina, including the blue pigment, because it's called a blue, um, um, blue green algae, there's a blue pigment in it called phycocyanin. I'm going to spell it for you. P-H-Y-C-O-C-Y-A-N-I-N. Um, here's a picture of how to spell it, phycocyanin. Now that blue phycocyanin isn't found anywhere else in nature, only in spirulina. And what does it do? Well, it has some pretty important, it's an antioxidant, but here's a really cool thing. When uh, in that process of generating energy for your body and for your bone growth and for everything, um, there's something called the electron transport chain where um, this is how, how your energy is generated. And it's sort of like a relay race uh, where, you know, in a relay race, people have a baton and they, one runner goes part of the way and they pass it to the next runner. And then that person takes the baton and runs the next way. Well, this thing called the electron transport chain is sort of like that, or think of it like hydro towers. Hydro towers pass along a, a signal for your phone to work or electricity. So in between these towers or runners is something called cytochrome C molecule that speeds up that ability of the the electrons to move from one station to the next. And this blue pigment in the spirulina speeds that up. Um, so in healthy cells, it generates more ATP for you. So this is why you get longer, more prolonged energy from spirulina than you, you get from anything else because uh, that that blue pigment doesn't exist anywhere else. By the way, another byproduct of another thing that that blue pigment does is um, it detects uh, when the cell is unhealthy, because in a healthy cell, it speeds up your ATP production. In an unhealthy cell, it can tell that it's a like a cancerous cell or a dead zombie cell, which is called a senescent cell. Uh, it detects that and basically ejects that phytochrome, cytochrome C molecule, which then goes and kills the cancer cell or the senescent cell. 
pretty sweet, right? Mother Nature, she's looking after us. So this is why spirulina is so unique that um, it, it prolongs and improves your energy in the moment and also long-term because, and we're going to talk about this, as you age, and I'm in your age group, I'm 67. As you get older, your body stops making certain antioxidants that used to protect you and your bones and your brain used to protect your mitochondria from damage. And some of these nutrients like superoxidismutase, another long one, also known as SOD, uh, is not found in any other food. And your body's not making it after about the age of 40. And spirulina has the highest concentration of it. So it's it's sort of like getting your superpowers back. <laughs> and at the same time, you're generating more energy, you're, you're uh, recirculating more, you're generating more ATP so that your bones can grow stronger, your brain can go stronger. Um, but again, it's spirulina has this very important antioxidant called superoxidismutase. And as I mentioned, it also has that one called phycocyanin. That's why the two of them are really your two superpowers, superoxidismutase and phycocyanin. And neither of them are found in any other food. And here's the rub. They are both damaged by high heat. And so all the other algae companies that may be growing spirulina, um, if they're less expensive, they need to get to market quickly. So they use high heat so they can do that because they need to sell more. Boom. They deactivate those two nutrients, superoxidismutase and, and, um, and the phycocyanin, which are probably, I think, the two most important nutrients in spirulina in addition to that high uh, protein. One caveat is you could, the only other spirulina I can endorse is frozen spirulina for the same reason. It has not been exposed to high heat. So you get all these important nutrients, you get all the 40 vitamins and minerals, high protein, but you also get the uh, important superoxidismutase, which protects your mitochondria from damage. And you get the blue phycocyanin, which speeds up the energy. Because as you get older, we know we lose energy and it's not just mental energy and physical energy. We lose it at the cellular level. So that's spirulina, very nourishing and very energizing and helps protect your mitochondria, including the ones in your bones and also your brain. Um, that's why I call spirulina brain food because your brain has the highest mitochondria per cell. There's 2 million mitochondria per cell in your brain. And we've done our own clinical trials and there's tens of thousands of studies about some of the nu these nutrients like superoxidismutase proving that um, they help protect your brain because they help protect the mitochondria. So whether you or a family member are suffering from Alzheimer's or any kind of dementia, depression, anxiety, the first thing you need to do is get those mitochondria healthy again. And quite honestly, the fastest scientifically proven way to do that is with spirulina algae, particularly, well, if it's raw. So it would be either a company that doesn't dry it with high heat or frozen. And, um, you'll see a miracle, honestly. <laughs> now, when somebody's looking at chlorella or spirulina and they're looking at maybe a package of this and they see where it says broken, you know, broken cell wall, cell wall or cracked cell wall, what does that mean? Yes. And why is that important? Can we talk about that? Yes, that's a great question. So I've only been talking to you about spirulina, which has no cellulose wall. The other algae is chlorella. Um, and we call ours recovery bits because it helps you recover your health. So spirulina is very nourishing and energizing, which is why we call it energy bits. And chlorella is a wellness detoxing algae. Now, the reason why you have to have this cracked cell wall is because chlorella has the hardest cellulose wall in the plant kingdom. So hard that it needs to be cracked at production or your body couldn't absorb any of the nutrients inside. But you don't have to do it with spirulina because there is no cell wall to crack at all. So the thing with chlorella, and again, which distinguishes us is that um, the, there's an original company that started the entire algae industry uh, called Sun Chlorella based in um, uh, Japan. And I'm very grateful for them because back in the 50s, they were the ones that started this whole thing and grew it into a multi-billion dollar industry. And they developed, they found out about this problem with the hard cell wall needing to be cracked. 
So they developed a technique called DynoMill, which virtually all chlorella, chlorella companies, except us, use to crack that outside cell wall. And they do it by physically by tumbling it with glass beads. Now the glass heats up and um, leaks uh, lead into the chlorella. <laughs> and chlorella has been known for decades as one of the best chelators to pull out heavy metals, lead, mercury, radiation, aluminum, alcohol, lactic acid. So you don't want to be having taking chlorella to and, and have it ha already have lead in it. Plus the high heat, the high heat that's caused by the tumbling uh, also damages the rest of the nutrients. So when I started the company, because remember, I just wanted to help my sister. And then I thought I could, you know, then I taught and I wanted to help more people get the nutrients they need. So my priorities have always been to find the safest, best quality um, algae so I could help people. It wasn't, you know, sitting with a spreadsheet figuring out how I could make more money. Um, so when I heard about the the lead possibly getting into the chlorella, I said, well, that's just not going to work for me. So fortunately, a new technique had just been developed, was a more expensive one, and it's what we use. And we passed the chlorella through a sound chamber. So it's, it's sort of like how a opera singer's voice can crack glass. It's the vibrations that crack the exterior of the cell wall. So there's no heat and no lead. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons we do third-party lab tests here in the United States at an FDA-approved lab, because we sell our algae nationwide through um, doctor's offices, homeopaths, naturopaths, uh, functional medicine. They need to know for sure that the nutrients we say are in there are there and that there, there aren't any uh, heavy metals or toxins. And so um, we know that we have a very clean chlorella algae. Now I will let you know, it's not a big deal here in the in the US about this cracked cell wall because the FDA has regulated that all chlorella sold in America must be cracked cell wall, but you don't know what the method is that they've used to crack it. For some reason, you can buy uncracked cell wall in France, but I would say, well, why would you want to? Because you're missing all the nutrients. Yes, it will still pull out the toxins, but it won't um, it won't give you all those other nutritional values. And the other thing I want to mention is increasingly, uh, like I talked to you about how we grow ours in fresh water. In fact, ours is triple filtered spring mountain water because again, algae will absorb whatever's in the water. And most algae comes from China and they're not as regulated. So you want to be careful about that. But because this, because algae is going to change the world, and um, we do need to find more efficient ways to grow it, um, particularly the spirulina. But with chlor and so what they're a lot of companies are experimenting around the world. They're growing algae inside indoors underground. It's really cool, actually, in glass tubes and LED lights. Um, so there's a company in Iceland that they have three levels. Uh, underground where they're growing spirulina just for the omega-3. There's another company I know who grows it underground uh, in Spain just for the blue phycocyanin. Um, now, these, these are great examples, and I think this is where the way of the future for feeding the world, but spirulina is the way to do it. Chlorella, when you grow it indoors, for whatever reason, that cell wall is not as hard. And you might think, well, that's great. Maybe I can get all the nutrients. Yes, except now it's not able to pull out the toxins. It's the best chelator in the world. Uh, it's way better than, than um, I, I, well, I feel it's better uh, than um, activated charcoal because with activated charcoal, it pulls out all the minerals. And we're, we haven't talked about bones a lot, but we're gonna get to there. But minerals are critical for your bone health. And you don't want, you could um, demineralize yourself with activated charcoal. It will never happen with chlorella, which is a chelator because it's loaded with minerals and it only pulls out the toxins, very selective. In fact, I call chlorella, well, both algae, intelligent food because you have to be intelligent to take it and it knows what to do in your body. So um, so that you asked me about this, the crack cell wall. So that's the situation with chlorella. But chlorella is really important for a number of reasons. A, it has the highest chlorophyll in the world, which is the most alkalining nutrient in the world. And I got down this path because of my sister's oncologist wanting her to have an alkaline diet. And I'd like to, I'd like to circle back to that in just 30 seconds, because this is very, very, very relevant to bone health. 
So spirulina, very high in chlorophyll. Chlorophyll is um, the same chemical composition, by the way, as your hemoglobin. And this is probably the next segue. Your hemoglobin, the only difference between it and chlorophyll, it has an iron atom in the middle, and magnesium um, is what's in the middle of your chlorophyll um, molecule. The problem is none of our vegetables have much chlorophyll in, in them anymore uh, because our food, our soils are so damaged, there's no minerals for the plants to pull up. And I don't know about you, but my arugula goes yellow after about day, day three. Chlorella has 500 times more chlorophyll than um, arugula. And it has 25 times more chlorophyll than liquid chlorophyll. Chlorophyll builds your blood, full stop. It's it's so critical and yet nobody's getting any kind of medicinal amounts of it uh, because it just isn't found in our vegetables anymore. So, and, and it's been used topically to kill bacteria. It builds your blood. It's a fat-based pigment, which means that um, it's so important for your cell wall health because your cells have... Um, a lip, what's called a lipid membrane, fancy word for fats. So because chlorella has the highest chlorophyll in the world, very built, it builds your blood, cleans your cell walls. It's like uh, giving a scrub-a-dub to your, to your cell walls so that nutrients can get in and toxins can get out. And then it has that hard cell wall that pulls out toxins and it has fiber that feeds your gut biome so they can create those short chain fatty acids. So all in all, Chlorella is what known as a wellness and detoxing algae, which is quite different from spirulina, which is very much a nourishing, energizing algae. This really feeds your um, your mitochondria and therefore your brain because of the high essential fatty acids and all the mitochondria. And this um, protects and builds your immune system and protects your gut. So this is very much a detoxing gut health uh, algae. The two of them work perfectly together. And you can, in fact, we have a product that blends the two of them. You can take either one of them any time of day, but most people are hungry and want energy in the morning or the afternoon. And we, and you and chlorella, because it's, it's the cleanup crew, like I mentioned, we generally recommend it um, before bed. You can take it all any time of day, but definitely before bed because your body goes through a detox repair cycle. And so if you have chlorella in your body while you're sleeping, you're going to get a much better cleanse. Your, your brain, I don't know if you know this, but it shrinks when you get into deep sleep. So you're, you have something called the glymphatic system that cleans out all the toxins in your brain. It will help your cells and your bones um, with your cellular renewal. So, um, and it, as the high chlorophyll stimulates what's called peristalsis, which is fancy word for saying bowel movement. So it, you know you want to get rid of the junk in your trunk. Um, in fact, I have a funny little analogy I'll give you if you can't remember the two of them. Um, because I speak so much at conferences and I'm in fancy hotels sometimes, it dawned on me that spirulina, because it's so nourishing and gives you everything you need for your day, it's sort of like room service, right? Gives you everything you need, gets you fed and out the door. And chlorella, because it's so cleansing and gets rid of all the junk in your trunk and stuff that you don't need, it's like housekeeping. So think of spirulina like room service and chlorella like housekeeping. And the two of them do completely different things, uh, but together they're critical for bone health. Um, and I did promise I, was, I wanted to circle back about the alkalinity and the um, your bone uh, or your blood issues. So, and I think this is one of the reasons why my sister's oncologist wanted her to have an alkaline diet. And remember, uh, algae is the most alkaline food in the world. And um, it has the highest chlorophyll in the world, which builds your blood. So here's the thing, two things about your blood, which relate to your bones. Um, your body and mother nature is so intelligent that um, there's this scale of alkalinity goes from zero to 14. At, at your cells need to be slightly alkaline, which is 7.1. And when there's 7.1, things like cancer can't take hold and there's lots of oxygen and everybody's happy. Everyone's talking to one another. Your blood needs to be even more alkaline. It's more like 7.34. And I'll explain that in a minute. But when you eat acidic food, processed food, sugars, when you're stressed, when you haven't slept, your blood becomes acidic. But your body's so intelligent that uh, it would know that you would die if that pH was changed. So what it does is it pulls minerals, which are alkaline, things like magnesium, potassium, uh, into your blood to neutralize that acidity. But when that happens, it pulls them out of your bones, your organs, your cells. If that happens too frequently, this 
depresses your immune system. And for women, particularly, this causes your bones to be to lose a lot of minerals. And that loss of minerals is what contributes to osteoporosis, osteoporosis, sorry, I can't say it correctly. Yeah, osteopenia or osteoporosis. Right, right. So, so the fact that this is alkalining, so it can restore the alkalinity of the body, which and the blood to preserve your minerals, which are critical for bone flexibility, is very, very important. Uh, the other thing about the alkalinity, as you may not know this, but your the hemoglobin is what carries um, the iron atom in the middle. And if you've ever held um, uh, magnets. In, together. You know how they repel one another? Is that really probably did that in science class when you were young, right? Well, your hemoglobin is very similar. It has a negative charge around it. And the reason why that's important is so they repel one another when they're in your bloodstream. That way they won't clump because when they're clumped, it distorts the hemoglobin. So it can't carry the iron atom very well. So it, ma- it makes you fatigued because you can't you don't have as much oxygen and also it makes them too big. So they can't fit into those little tiny capillaries. Uh, And also, by the way, all diseases, whether it's COVID or cancer or anything are acidic. And this is one of the reasons why you have some um, heart and, you know, oxygen issues. So because the algae is so alkaline, it can help restore the alkalinity of the blood. So once again, the hemoglobin can have their negative charge restored and, uh, and and provide you with the their capability of carrying that iron atom, which contributes to the oxygenation of your cells, your brain, your mitochondria, and your bones. So very, very important um, for, for the bone health, this alkalinity issue of your blood. And there's lots of other cool nutrients, um, one called vitamin K2, um, Chlorella has the highest concentration, higher than spirulina, um, and it has the daily requirement of K2, and it's very important for your bones. And you may not know much about K2, and if you'll let me digress a little bit, K2 is related to a vitamin called K1. Now, K1, as you may know, is in anything that's green. Now, animals like cattle have an extra, um, uh, they have a second stomach, but they also have the bacteria that allows them to convert K1 to K2. Humans do not. And what does K2 do? Well, it moves excess calcium out of soft tissue like your brain, your skin, your heart, your blood vessels, and into your bones where the calcium should be stored. Because when it's residing in your brain, it's uh, it's like a it's like a free radical. When it's in your blood vessels, it causes hardening of your blood vessels. That's what osteoporosis is: is hardening or sorry, um, uh, arteriosclerosis is hardening of your blood vessels. Your skin, it gets damaged by excess calcium, just like it would free radicals, causes um, your elastin to be damaged. And elastin is the structure that holds up your skin. And so you get um, more wrinkles. But the problem is, so you need K2 to move all that excess calcium out of these places and into your bones where, or your teeth where it needs to be stored. But virtually everybody is deficit in vitamin K2. And I'm going to tell you why. Because up until about the 60s or 70s, the cattle, which have the ability to convert K1 that's in anything green like grass into K2, were were raised on pastures. And so when we ate grass-fed animal protein, we got the vitamin K2 because it was in their their bodies. But in the 60s or 70s, the farmers realized they would make more money if they fed their cattle corn and put them in enclosures. Nothing green about corn. So overnight, the uh, natural food supply of vitamin K2 disappeared. By the way, you can check the history and that's exactly when heart disease started escalating. So unless you eat um, natto, which is very concentrated in K2, algae, which is has uh, your daily requirement of K2, or grass-fed animal protein, you probably are not getting the K2 that you need to move all that excess calcium into your bones where the calcium needs to be stored. But you, uh, most people don't eat natto and not everybody is eating a lot of animal protein. But if you are eating animal protein, please, please, please eat grass-fed if for no other reason to get your vitamin K2. 
So, but it's in the algae if you if you uh, uh, if you can't do that. And if you happen to be carnivore, by the way, a lot of carnivores can, they love our algae because um, they went carnivore maybe because they had lectins and oxalates and caused stomach distress. And there aren't any in algae, um, so you're protected there. So so important about the nutrient part of the conversation. Also interesting note about MK4. So geranyl geraniol is another nutrient, endogenous nutrient that is a building block for MK4 in the body. And as you, as we age and as you take statins and bisphosphonate medications and things like that, those geranyl geraniol levels also decline, right? So that's another contributing factor to that vitamin K2 MK4 picture, which is another reason why you need to have K2, you know, be in your diet and also support geranyl geraniol as well. But uh, a couple other notes and questions I have for you. So specifically, uh, before we wrap this up, how many grams of protein are in these, these energy bits, these algae capsules, and yeah. then how many per day is the ideal amount? And sure. then is there a, a, an upper limit? Is there too much, right? How much is too much? Uh, okay, great question. So um, the way I described um, the algae, first of all, is that at the very beginning, I mentioned that it was food. Um, and so a lot of people don't realize that um, supplements are poorly absorbed by your body. They're made from extracts that don't exist in nature. So that's why the numbers are so high, because the supplement manufacturers know that you're only going to absorb a very small percentage of them. So when you look at our, al our algae, a lot of our numbers are much smaller than you would get in from supplements and even when it comes to protein. So as I explained before, if you eat like 50 grams of chicken or, or steak or something, it's about the size of a fist. Uh, but there's things called factors and cofactors that are required for your body to break those tight, that tight bond of protein into uh, the aminos, which is what your body needs. It can't absorb protein. And very often it takes so long and very often we don't have all these extra enzymes and coenzymes that very often you end up absorbing 10% as aminos. So 50 grams of animal protein gives you maybe five grams of aminos. With algae, you get five grams of aminos uh, out of the um, 30 tablets. Can we have them in these little individual pouches if, if, you, if that's the way you want to eat them? But they're 99% bioavailable. Nothing for your body to break down to get access to them and you get them immediately. You don't have to wait one or two or three days. You get them all. So I call it very efficient nutrition that way because it gets into your body, especially with spirulina, no, no cellulose walls. So five grams um, per 30 tablets. So you can just sort of do the, do the math. Um, generally, and as you get older, you do need more protein, but um, you want to be careful about too much animal protein because you don't want to stimulate, um, oh shoot, I'm blanking on the name of the uh, term, but it's you. I think more plant protein is is preferred if you can, uh, and this is plant protein. So it's it's very efficient because you get five grams, but it's not so much that it stimulates what's called the mTOR pathway, which can be um, can also stimulate you know cancer growth. Now I for a while I stopped telling people how much I take because I've been taking this every day for the last thirteen years, both of them, and I eat over a hundred tablets a day combined. I do like the taste of chlorella. I, I chew both of them, by the way. Most people do swallow this one. This chlorella tastes pretty good with pistachio nuts or sea salt or macadamia nuts or something. Um, but there is no upper, there's really no upper limit. Just like you can't have too much salad. Um, I will tell you that your poop will be a little green uh, if you have 30 or 60 tablets, um, but it is the most concentrated food and ours is the safest because we do the third party lab tests for you. And it's great for traveling. If you take the chlorella every, you know, every day, I, you can, I can almost promise you, you won't have uh, a cold. You'll be building your immune system. They're great for kids. Uh, we get emails every single day from people who's either dementia went into remission or their cancer went into remission or they, you know, the grocery bills plummeted because they aren't hungry anymore. They have more energy. We got one from a woman who was, I think, 87 years old and she couldn't sleep and she had incontinence and she was always fatigued and she started taking this. And within days she said, well, today I picked up my um, grandson from school. I visited my friend in the nursing home. I went for a three mile walk. I cleaned out my garage. I repainted my, my kitchen. And by five o'clock, I thought I would have dinner. Oh, and by the way, I also joined CrossFit. <laughs> so uh, you may take 
these uh, for energy or for hunger, convenience, uh, but I and or in this case, bone health, because the minerals again are what give your body the your bones the flexibility. Um, the protein builds the strength, and because they're both alkaline, you get the alkalinity and you get the strength without having the downside of acidity that comes with animal protein. I eat animal protein, first of all. I want to be sure you understand that I'm not beating up on animal protein. I love eggs. I love grass-fed beef, but I, you know, I really love my algae and I've been taking it so long that I, and I feel so great. I don't take any medications. I don't have any chronic health conditions. And and like I said, I'm 67. So um, this is all my own hair. I don't have Botox. Uh, so ladies, um, not only is this, and men, this is good for your bones. It has more collagen than collagen powder. It helps with your joints. Um, I've been reading some research about how it stimulates the release of stem cells from your bones. I need to do a little bit deeper dive on that. Um, there's a couple company I've recently met called Stem Regen that also facilitates that, but they also have algae in their product to facilitate that uh, release of the stem cells from your bones. So, um, and we haven't even, we didn't even really get to some of the other, um, you know, key issues. Like there's something called chlorella growth factor um, in the chlorella. It is the fastest growing organism in the world. So it stimulates the growth of your own cells, both your bone cells and, and, and your mitochondria more than anything. Um, so it's, it, you know, you want healthy cell growth as you get older, the cell cycle slows down, which is why your skin takes so long to regenerate. When you're younger, it's like 30 days. When you're older, it's more like 60 or 70. Same with your bone, um, your bone cells. Everything slows down, and and partly because you your body isn't making these nutrients like superoxidismutase or melatonin in this high quantity that it did when you were younger. So algae fills a lot of those gaps. Um, if you are using, especially spirulina, if you're using it in, in a way that has not been heated with dry, with high heat, like raw spirulina, frozen spirulina or ours. Um, so, uh, so you can start with 10, but um, if you want better results, definitely go up to 30 of each uh, a day and don't worry about taking way more than that. We fuel NHL teams and they have 75 spirulina before a game and they take 75 chlorella afterwards to pull out the toxins. So this gives them the energy and focus on the ice and the chlorella pulls out the lactic acid after the game. And one thing, one thing I want to touch on too, is just for people that hear this and, uh, chlorella and, and, uh, spirulina, they wouldn't just be a replacement for all of the food that you're eating, right? You couldn't just, you wouldn't just sustain yourselves on just chlorella and spirulina tablets. I think that's important to note because some people may listen to this and they may say, okay, well, I need to scrap everything else that I'm doing and, and just incorporate this. You have to have other other food in yes, there. Yes, thank and, you for mentioning that. Yeah. And the I other thing want... that I want to touch on too would be, you know, it doesn't mean that you would want to avoid high protein foods or other acid forming foods or that you should eat only plants necessarily. I do think animal protein does have a part and an important yes, role um, that people can include. But I think it's about finding a balance between the two of those things. And when you're following a diet that is rich in these amazing compounds that Catherine's talking about here, uh, nutrient-rich plants, plant foods, adequate protein for building bone, that's what's going to matter most and set you up for success. So finding that balance is super important. And, uh, you know, this is just another tool in the toolkit to help you do that. Right. And, um, you know, we have actually, there's people called preppers. They think the world's going to collapse. So they, they like the product because, um, they, we put a three-year expiry date on it, though technically it never goes, um, bad. Uh, you know, technically you could live on spirulina forever. It's, it's the nutrient profile and the amino acids are virtually identical to mother's breast milk. But as you mentioned, it's really a great, um, tool to use. Like I intermittent fast every day. So I have these in the morning, uh, throughout the afternoon, but by mid afternoon, I'm snacking on them with some nuts. And then I have a full on dinner, uh, sometime between, you know, it varies between three or eight. It depends what my day is like, but, um, you also want to eat, you need bulk to move through your colon. Uh, you need, um, uh, preferably more fiber because there's no fiber in spirulina and there's a very small amount in chlorella. Um, and 
social purposes. You just, we're trying to give people, the problem is we find people are so busy and, or maybe they're traveling instead of reaching for a bagel or some crappy processed carb-based, you know, bar um, that may have lots of awful um, omega-6 uh, seed oils. This is your kind of your emergency ration. ration. You, this will fill the gap. And often, by the way, if you are on weight loss programs, you cut down your food choices, your quantities, and you also, and therefore you're missing critical nutrients. Lots of times people crave chocolate because they're, you know, they're short on magnesium. So you won't have cravings with algae, especially the spirulina, although the only downside with spirulina doesn't taste very good. But if you swallow it, there's absolutely no repeats, not like fish oil. Um, so it, it's, it, it's, it's there to support you in whatever goal you have, whether it's going for a great run or making sure you don't eat the uh, carb food on the plane or in between meetings and you can't get anything that's healthy. So it's it's a great stopgap to protect you and your goal to be as healthy as possible. And then on the flip side, the chlorella, well, it will not... Uh, satisfy your hunger or give you energy, it's pulling out the toxins that we're all surrounded by, helping to remove them so that your the rest of your body can function more effectively and still give you all that cleansing chlorophyll um, that nurtures your blood, your cells, and um, your you know, mitochondria. So so yeah, there, it's I don't want you to um, give up food, although it's funny, uh, not funny, but we've learned that a lot of doctors who are prescribing Ozempic, they're finding that their patients are having a hard time when they get off it because they haven't been eating. And your body is, it, it's, it's, like there's a great expression I love that an Asian expression that says you never step in the same river twice. A river is constantly moving. So is your body. We have 30 over 30 trillion cells and every day 30 trillion die and every day 30 trillion more grow. So you want to give your body the, 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 the building materials so that when your new cells are growing, they're growing back um, in a healthy fashion or healthier than maybe what you had before. So you want to be sure, um, I call algae, my, not only my nutrition insurance, but my health insurance, because it, it gives me a base level of nutrients so that whatever I eat for the rest of the day is because for pleasure, for social reasons. Um, and, uh, uh, I don't have to count on it to nourish my body. Um, so it's, it's, a it's a really great, thing to use, as you mentioned in your toolbox. Um, it doesn't not, and I don't want, I'm glad you mentioned that. I don't want people just to think that's all they can take because there's very little bulk and um, we want, we don't want you to, you know, just survive on that because Absolutely. it's also not as much fun. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much. I know we're kind of at our time here, but I know that you, you were generous enough to give a code uh, to our audience uh, for code bone coach, I think for, yes. for, uh, getting some of these things. So maybe you can tell people where to find you. We'll link that stuff in the show notes and uh, then we'll, yeah. Terrific. Bye. Yeah. So come and visit us at energybits.com, E-N-E-R-G-Y-B-I-T-S.com. And there's a coupon box and you can type in the word bone coach, all one word, no space between the two of them. By the way, we sell them in large bags of a thousand tablets and there's these cool canisters that come with a bag inside and then you just shake the tablets out. But, um, and uh, with the discount code, it brings it, they're normally 130 for a bag. It brings it down to like a hundred and change. But I want to let you know, it's really good value nutrition because if you took those 10 tablets a day, a large bag would last you three months and it works out to a dollar a day. So I think your bones and you are worth a dollar a day uh, to protect your health. We spend way more on that on a coffee at Starbucks. On the other hand, if you're not ready, and I completely understand this because this could be completely new to you and you still want to do your research, and I really urge you to do that. We sell them in little pouches for $6 on Amazon. Now, there's no discounts over there, but go to Amazon, buy a pouch. There's 30 tablets. Um, you can buy them in, two, in packages. Try them out. See if you like them. And then if you've convinced yourself that, yes, this is good for you, um, then come back to the Energy Bits website and use your 20% uh, discount code bone, bone Coach, which lasts forever, by the way. It's not like you have to rush over there. And I'm not that kind of, we're not doing that kind of thing here. So it's like, operators are standing by. We're just here to help you be healthier in a way that's more effortless and scientifically proven. And on that note, I just want to tell you one final thing. Algae isn't new. 
it may be just new to you. And so think about how you didn't know about kiwa or chia or matcha or or um, collagen powder until maybe 10 years ago and somebody explained what it was. Same thing with algae. The Egyptians used it 2,000 years ago. The Aztecs lived on it 250 years ago. It's a multi-billion dollar agricultural crop in Asia. They've been taking it daily in Japan since the 60s. And so I just, I'm here to help you understand what it is and why it's so good for you because um, we're at a crossroads right now, quite honestly, um, in terms of our nutritional deficiencies and massive toxicity and our poor environment suffering as well. So um, I want to try to help people find a way that's easier to get the nutrition that you need to support your health so that you can have a, a longer, healthier life and with fewer worries. But it has to be easy or it won't be sustainable. So um, I just, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to share my passion and my knowledge with you, but um, rest assured it's it's not new. It's just new to you. <laughs> well, Catherine, thank you so much for sharing this in-depth knowledge about all things spirulina, chlorella, energy bits. It was a fantastic interview. I'm sure everybody learned a lot. And for everybody listening, you can find all the resources, show notes, everything mentioned here today over at bonecoach.com forward slash energy bits. And we'll leave uh, the information about your code for Bone Coach and the website for Energy Bits over there. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Hope you found this episode of the Bone Coach Show helpful. You can find all the resources, show notes, everything mentioned over at bonecoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, be sure to share it with someone you love, a friend, family member, even a group of people. And also be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode that can help you improve your bones, your health, in your future. One last reminder, if you haven't done so already, head over to bonecoach.com for more great resources to help you get on the path to stronger bones and an active future. I'm your bone coach, Kevin Ellis. I'll see you in the next episode.